Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Cork City Council is to recruit a nighttime economy advisor who will strengthen the nighttime economy and broaden the spread of the city's nighttime offering to visitors and families. That's kind of the official line on it. One would hope they're not going to employ someone in a pinstripe suit with a clipboard with a PhD. Someone who actually knows the nighttime economy would be a great start. Like, is it a job you want, Ernest Cantillon? Good morning. <laughs> it's, it's a job I'd love to have time for. It's... Um because I think it's going to be game-changing. Uh, Do you? If the right person yeah. gets it. Yeah, well, I think um, the city definitely is evolving for lots of reasons. The event centre emerging from whatever, you know, the, the COVID changes, but also I think these these changes to the licensing um, laws, you know, the, the new opening hours, whether yeah. we want them or not, are coming. Um, and I think that that is going to lead to all sorts of opportunities, but also challenges for the guards and noise and... Even, um, yeah, I'm trying to figure out myself, you know, how we're going to tackle it. So I think that there'll be lots of stakeholders involved trying to figure that out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, there'll be a, a couple, there'll be teething issues with it, no doubt. The opening hours, whether you want them or not, just pause there for a second. You see, and I probably asked this of one or two publicans before, just because you can stay open till 2 a.m., 3 a.m., don't have to. Yeah, I, it's funny. I No, I, I've bought seven followers on Twitter, so this is going to be the world's biggest sample size, right? But I... I put out and I asked, I said, does anyone does anyone here want to go out till they're talking about six AM, so till six AM and lots of people said, No, no, we should have the right to do it and I you know mm. I was gonna beat them once and I said, No, no, absolutely agree whatever about the the ability to but out of interest, would you go out? Do you like when was the last time you want to stay out in that tumbleweed? You know what I mean? I just don't and look, I'm I'm forty PJ and I uh have small kids, so I'm probably the wrong person mm. to be answering that question. But I've lots of young staff and um they say, look, we don't have the money to stay out for six hours. We don't that's have, right. the, you right. know, the, the stamina right. with something on the next day, things like drink driving, all these different things. So I just, I, I am um, sure there's a couple like, of opportunities. But yeah. yeah, if there were a few Sorry. times during the year that you want to leave yeah. electric open and stay open until three or four, there'd be one or two weekends in the year that you might want to do that. Do you, should, should you have that right without paying through the nose in the courts for it? Oh, I, I do think um, one issue I definitely have is that for for a late night exemption, it's the same price for a business that holds ten people as a thousand people. It's yeah. the same fee, and um, and that really is quite restrictive. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it, it, I, I even in my time, you you would have DJ in some of them. Like great yeah. nightclubs can be small nightclubs. You know what I mean? Or That's even right. good late bars. Um, 
and um, uh, way more cost effective and easier to manage and, and probably might work better on a weeknight. You know, you, you don't need to tell people to fill it. Mm-hmm. So I do think there are definitely positive suggestions in those in those yeah. changes. You know, there shouldn't be high barriers to entry. Come back to the nighttime economy in general. I would say, and I don't like yourself, and I'm a bit older than 40, but I, I don't visit the city centre very much anymore. But, but when I do, uh, other than a few great places, electric among them, the city centre nighttime is in rag order. There's one or two places, and that's it. it it's it's funny. I think one thing is that it's become very spread out. So people are used to um, wherever they were coming from, whether they're collecting their own kids in town or they're out themselves, and they they're used to driving down to Washington Street and seeing it uh, being thronged with people on a Saturday. But I mean, town now spreads from you know from the Dean all the way up McCurtain Street's definitely having a moment it's rocking yes you know all the way across uh, Oliver Plunkett Street has totally regenerated and, and the streets off it and Washington Street is still busy too but it's the same amount of people uh, spread out a far more distance and then it, and the other thing is that our suburban places have really upped their game so you look at the Angers Rest and the Elm Tree you know all these kind of phenomenal venues um, so I, I think that it's more spread out Um I think restaurants are, are uh, ironically, <laughs> my own challenges with mine, I think restaurants are having a good run of it. I think that people really missed eating out during yeah. um, during COVID and, and they're still going. But I think um, and I think people are having drinks before and after that and, and eating out has become a real mm. dominant experience. Um, but I think the late night is, is probably challenging. Like we we definitely have way less nightclubs yeah. um, than we used to. And that that is a sign. You'd wonder, uh, is, is there a market for them either, Ernest? I was out a few weeks ago with, with a friend for, for a few points, and we were just now just down the local. Um, but I made an interesting observation that night. The guy who was doing music would, and this was a Friday night, normally he'd wrap up about 25 past 12, just before last call. Yeah. He had his deer in the car, he was gone at half 11. Yeah. And the pub, yeah, we're, we're, the pub yeah. on a busy Friday was practically empty at 20 past 12. So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Yeah, I'd be curious though, is it any busier at six or seven? I was out for dinner with friends. Um, it is. Uh, no, it was, it was Holy Thursday. Uh, so it was, you know, a little bit like a Friday, but I was in McCurtain Street. And I was going to Marco's, which is a, a brilliant Italian love. And we went for a few drinks first and this was after work. And there, there, there hasn't been a great after work business uh, for a long time in, in Cork. Um, Jeez, it was hopping, you know, yeah. so, so people were out having drinks, going yeah. for dinner, maybe going to the show on the Everyman, but they were probably getting home at 10 o'clock, they were catching the last bus or making sure that, you see, That's getting right. home is a challenge too, a the concern challenge. about... I was out for a few points Holy Thursday myself, actually, with, with a good friend, yeah. and where we were, it, it was like a traditional Holy Thursday before the pubs were closed on Good Friday. Yeah, it was rocking. It was brilliant, yes. but the place yes. was empty at half ten. Yeah, so it's it's a funny. So and then if you think that, like, um, so so pubs are going to place the open for another eight hours. You know yeah. what I mean? Who who is going to be there till five a.m.? I don't think the business uh, is there. Yeah, and, and, and look, I think the students um, 
might, but that's a very small uh, demographic and it presents its own challenges. Like, you know, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm unsure. One thing that's been a game changer with regard to getting home, and I, I've said this before, I'm lucky enough to live 40 yards from a bus stop served by the 220. We need another late night 24-hour bus route, don't we? Even for staff, um, for our staff, because it's safe, there seems to be no social issues for, from the feedback I'm getting on, which is great. And um, uh, if the staff can get a taxi, they're concerned about getting one out. And I suppose also if you're, you know, it could be an hour's wages for that taxi home. Um, and um, whatever about after a night out, if you're working, I suppose that is a bit of a sting. Um, so definitely for us, when staff are on our, our access to that uh, bus route, it makes it way easier. Because we have people who say, look, any chance I can finish up at 10 and get the last bus to Cargill, well, Crosshaven maybe, mm. a specific guy works us. But if, if they're on that, that um, is it Ballancolic to Cargill? Ballancolic to Cargill anyway, runs around the clock. Yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, it's a game changer because people just know they can get home safely and cheaply, which is great. And it's the same for customers, but I suppose I just see it particularly with our staff because they're later yeah. than most. Um, it's one, yeah, it's great. It's one thirty-five on a leap card, Ernest, as opposed yeah, to twenty quid or more. Yeah, and I, I also think that the um, I'm pleasantly surprised by um, how safe it is. You know what I mean? Just yeah. that I've not heard of any incidents, which well, is really refreshing. I'm 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 a relatively uh, regular traveller on it. Um, I haven't, in fact, I don't think I've taken a taxi home from town at night maybe once in eighteen months. And I find it rel- relatively, nothing's perfectly, but relatively safe to get home from town on the 2.20. Before right. I talk to you about you mentioned yourself, you're changing plans at the moment, but do you, who would you think would make a good nighttime economy advisor? My view would be, Ernest, they'd had to have, have worked with their sleeves up, sweeping brush in hand, maybe on a door, maybe behind a back. They've had to have worked in the industry for at least a few years. Yeah, I, I think where, where this kind of, I don't know on a national level, but at a local level where this kind of interaction started was um, the Cork City Coordinator. And um, I think Paul McGurk was probably the first one and he was phenomenal. There's a guy, John Hayes, there now. And that's really good because there's, there's lots of smaller things that you wouldn't think that would fall between the cracks. So we're punters, we're walking on the street and we see buskers and we love them and it brings a buzz to the street. But if they're playing outside, say, a store that you're in and you have to listen to the same three songs on a loop, you know, for, for your whole day. So like there's, there's yeah. those small challenges, but they, they make a big effect on a small number of people. Like, who do you talk to about that? So the, they brought in the role of Cork, Cork City Coordinator and it... Um, it was excellent. You went with all these issues. And then um, I suppose th- this is kind of like an extension of that. Um, and um, I, I think what, in, in my head, um, you do have a whole set of people, um, and you would have been involved over the years. Festivals are a big thing where you need loads of skills because you're managing large numbers of people. There's liaison with the guards. There's licensing. There's the fire officer. There's all the stakeholders. You want people to have a good time and get value. You want the operator to make money. And, and there's lots of people who do that, and it's, but it's, it's um, you know, they jump in for the jazz and then there'll be something for Christmas. And like Roseanne Kidney is one person in Cork, for example, yeah. who's been involved in all the festivals. No, Roseanne, years. Yeah. I think that, that type of person would be excellent for it because they're used to dealing with all the stakeholders. You know what I mean? And I think that that's, the licensing is going to be a big thing, but the event centre hopefully particularly will be a, a big um, a big thing when, and uh, I'm not going to say if, I'm not going to jinx this when it happens. Um, yeah, he's hoping but at I least, Here's, hope, yeah, here's hoping we'll have something solid happening yeah. by the end of the, of the by the end of the year. That's the talk of it. Yeah, yeah, that's the talk of it. So, so those skill sets, I think, would be um, would be a good place to look. You know, they're the kind of people that I've been forwarding it on to. Anyway, I got the job description. I've been saying, look, I think this is a is an exciting um, 
uh, is an exciting role. So, um, yeah, fingers crossed. Hopefully, I'm excited about it. Could, it, it. I think it needs to be not someone just plucked because of their qualifications. I think someone who's actually done a work in the economy like that. Come here, Somebody who t- likes it. You know, mm-hmm. who, who yeah. likes hospitality. If, yeah. if, if I was... If I was Slightly younger than I am now, I might go for it myself, but there you go. Because yeah. um, I did work that I, I'm seeing for a long time, and I loved it in the years I did it. What did it's you do with your menu, Ernest? I enjoyed your Asian stuff any time I was in, but you've moved back. Thank What's you. that about? I suppose, look, we, we had 10 great years. Uh, Electric did what it says in the tin, steaks and, and seafood in the restaurant. We, we The reason we went for that originally was probably our proximity to the English market. And um, then we had a great bar food trade, uh, burgers and, and fish and chips. And um, I suppose during COVID we were closed for a while and um, I just thought, um, you know, okay, now is an opportunity. Uh, usually, like, now that Good Friday is open, Christmas Day is your only day to, you know, that you're closed. So usually you're dealing with day-to-day stuff. And um, I suppose for better force, I had maybe too much time to think about it. And um, I uh, there's a number of Asian places in London that I had seen that I liked. And one or two had opened in Dublin and, and were busy. And I said, geez, I wonder, I saw like our only Michelin star restaurant, which is phenomenal in Cork. Um, my Zaki's restaurant is um, uh, is Asian and he's, you know, got a great takeaway. So I said, obviously, show, people have, have shown an appetite for this. And I thought um, that we could, I, I hate the word pivot and I find myself using it, but I just thought we could use it. And, and I'll be honest, it probably was, maybe boredom is the wrong word, but just wanted to try something new. Yeah. Um, and then then quickly enough, you realize you don't know what you got that's gone. But we had lots of people in, but there's a number of, big demographics that we missed. So the weekends were good, but I think with corporates, um, you're, you're going to bring somebody um, like a work uh, night out to a reasonably safe option or tried and tested. And I, I think similar with tourists, you probably don't come to, to visit Cork to go to an Asian restaurant. So we were missing those two two key demographics. Um, and similarly, there's lots of moving parts with the Asian food. So we, we stopped our bar food to concentrate on with an Asian, Asian tasting menu. And then the bar suffered without a food offering because I'm, I can see Sober Lane across the way, and I, I'm lucky it's extremely busy, mm. very busy. Doing food. But I could see, even from my own little sample set, I could see, okay, so town is busy. You know, like Sober Lane is busy, so electric isn't, it's not. Because sometimes, if you're not busy, you don't know, is it just seasonal? Is it a bad, you know, mm. a bad week? And, and there are, it's funny, you would see weeks that, um, like payday, the last week of um, the month, that's a great weekend. Because everybody comes out and mm-hmm. town is rocking. And then the middle of the month, not so much, but... um. For us, January and February are quiet, and we just didn't really get the bounce again. Usually, Patrick's Day and Easter are really busy and electric. But I suppose they're also traditional times, times when family goes out and that kind of things. And um, and we weren't particularly busy. And I, as much as I was telling people, um, you know, come and try this, they're all saying, "Oh, but we love what you used to do," you know. And um, I took a week off for Easter, and I went down with the kids, and I was in a number of restaurants, and had some great meals, mostly around Kerry. And it was steak, and it was sea bream, and it was hake, and I was looking at all these dishes that we used to do, and I was saying, oh, this, you know, this is what we do in our sleep, this the is what our chefs love doing, what our customers like. Yeah. And I said, okay, we've, we've given it our best go, um, time to, you know, call it quits, uh, say that it was a mistake, and, and go back. And look, that that's what it was. So um, I'm lucky that we have a, a plan B or plan A to revert to, um, and it's something that people know us for, so it's not trying to pull another rabbit out of a hat mm. and... Um, well, I'm kind of equally relieved and excited, to be honest about it. All right. Well, you know what? There's nothing we look forward to more than a sunset on a Friday evening, on a warm summer's evening at the Grand Parade. Sunset on the Grand Parade with a pint outside electric and maybe a bit of grub. Ernest, uh, look, for, look forward to it during the summer. Take care, fella. Cheers. Bye-bye. Cork's 96FM.